A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim My dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Today's day 14 of this Ramadan program and the question for today when we look at the autobiographies of Rasulullah Salawatullah Alayhi Wa Alayhi and Imam Ar-Rida Alayhi Salam what unique similarity do they have with each other which no other Imam has with the Prophet. And the note that I put there is that autobiography can include anything about the personality that we the personalities that we're talking about, whether it's before them being born or during their lifetime or even after lifetime. And the second thing I mentioned that your answer must not be stating something that is very obvious, like both are appointed by Allah or both are pious. Of course we know that my questions are always going to be the you know the ones that will make us think and reflect and not the things that are you know, um, uh, one, two, three, anyone can, can uh, easily get. The, the third part is your answer must be a similarity that is important, something that carries higher meaning or, uh, or something that's interesting, something that's, uh, that is significant, not something that is, you know, uh, doesn't make any difference or something that's normal or doesn't have any importance. And I gave an example, like both like to eat, you know, dates or both are, uh, having a mother from this nationality or, or something along these lines. So I'm really looking for a creative um, answer that will show that you have knowledge or that your parents have given you knowledge over the years or that if you've been attending majalis or you've been attending lectures, uh, then the, you can start putting the pieces of the puzzles puzzles together. And even if you're not able to do that, but at least that this is, this is an opportunity to bring these pieces of knowledge together and uh, look at things in a deeper perspective. Thank you all for um, trying your best. Most important thing is that you've tried your best. You've given it that time to think, uh, discuss, and reflect on the question. And the answer that um, the answer for this trace question is: so both Imam, both Rasulullah and Imam salam, their places of burial, both of them were, uh, you know buried in a place where next to them in close proximity to that to them another personality was buried beside them and that personality was perhaps we can say the worst of their time you know someone who have done a lot of injustice to these two personalities not just a little bit of injustice but someone who is actually uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would be very disappointed on because they took the right of Ahlul Bayt and they went against the command of the Prophet, they went against the teachings of Ahlul Bayt So let's revisit this. So where is Rasulullah buried? He is buried in Medina Al-Munawwara specifically, um, uh, where um, very close to the Baqiya graveyard. Okay, and as we know for those who have went to visit um, Rasulullah in Medina, or inshallah one day will come to visit, uh, you will know that beside him, right close beside him, is um, the, uh, the first Khalifa is buried beside him. And hence you find a lot of the mainstream Muslims will come and give, you know, uh, their regards to, to Rasulullah, and, but they also give regards to such and such personality, right? And this is the irony of this, of, of, of um, this piece of information. And likewise, Imam Rada as we know, he is buried in Mashhad, located in Iran. 
and in his beside his place of burial right beside him um actually at, at his feet is the khalifa of his time who was who his name is harun al-rashid harun al-rashid of course you know his title doesn't do justice because rashid means the one who guides and harun is definitely not the one who guides so oftentimes we say harun allah rashid meaning not the one who guides in any case uh, harun he was the tyrant khalifa of of his time he is the one who planned the killing um he is the one who planned the killing of his father imam um uh, al-kadim alayhi salam so and then after that his own son by the name of al-ma'mun he is the one who took over as khalifa and he is the one who planned the killing of imam al-rida himself and uh one of the things that harun wanted before or he asked for before he you know it was nearing the end of his lifetime is that he wanted to be buried beside the you know the um the grave site uh, of imam and the reason why because he thought that this would give him honor he wanted everyone to to, to believe that he is close to you know the imam and close to um, so, but, but the thing is, subhanAllah, the, the story goes that he wanted to be, um, I believe, buried on, uh, at the head of Imam Rida But what happened is that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't plan it that way. And he ended up being buried at his feet, okay, not at the head of Imam Rida In any case, now the question is this, that we have to ask ourselves. What is the significance of this piece of information? So obviously we're not trying to just make connections with, unless there's some type of significance. So definitely there's an irony. There's an irony, the fact that the best of creation at that time, be it Rasulullah or Imam Rida, it's very ironic that the, the worst of creation at that time, the one who went uh, against the Prophet and against Imam Rida and planned uh, the, uh, the killing and opposed them um, drastically, they were the ones who were buried right close to their feet. So what, what what is the wisdom behind that? What I can think of is is two things. One, um, so essentially, this is a test, okay? This is a test for all Muslims because, you know, it's very easy for any Muslim who doesn't have knowledge or from the mainstream Muslim to say, oh, you know, such and such, su- such, and such person is buried beside Rasulullah, the seed of Prophet, so they must, have some type of karamat, they must have a type, uh, a, a high honor. So we should give them the high status and honor. And someone else can say, oh, um, Harun is buried beside um, Imam Rida Islam, so he must be someone of significance. He wouldn't, otherwise he wouldn't have gotten the honor. Why would Allah give him the honor by being buried by beside such and such, by, by an Imam? So this this is a test actually, because if you don't have the maritat and the knowledge of the autobiographies of of uh, our imams and what happened in history, then it's so easy for us to be misled and for us to just judge by a piece of information. Just like those who argue that, oh, you know, uh, but the daughter of um, the second Khalifa married Imam Ali alayhi so then, so, or the, the daughter of the first Khalifa married the, the Prophet, so then that, there must be some, you know, great honor to the, to the first and second Khalifa because otherwise, why would Rasulullah marry their daughters? So we should understand that these materialistic type of measurements it doesn't it doesn't have any say in the book of Allah subhanahu wa taala, 
Um, these are all matters of dunya. What, whom you marry or whom you don't marry doesn't have significance or where you was born or where you wasn't born. That's not what's, what's going to raise you or bring you down. Uh, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judges is based on your piety, your taqwa. Uh, that's where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala differentiates between people. And this is yet another lesson that we learn, uh, aside from the fact that it is a test for us, okay, but also that, you know, these type of materialistic measurements, it's not something that we should create direct um, connection unless their lives have proven to be that uh, uh, in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not breaking the rules of Allah or the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, the second thing that, you know, when we when we go to visit Rasulullah and we visit Imam Radha and we remember you know, you know, we, we remember obviously who, who are the ones who are buried beside them. We can't, we cannot help but you know, realize the extent of injustice done, that was done to Rasulullah and the, uh, the injustice that was done to Muhammad and for all, for the matter of the fact, all our imams in many different aspects that even in their deaths, even in their graves, you have you know the tyrant of their time or the the taghia taghut of their time still you know um, causing them you know anguish even ta- uh, 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 at their last breath, breath and after that and this is you know it testifies to the amount of injustice that Ayurveda and Islam all went through and this only increases them in station because as we know uh, in Islam the more that a person suffers the more that a, that a person um, uh, gives for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or becomes hurt because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more he raises in station to Allah. And and we all know the story of Karbala and Imam al-Hasin who gave everything that he had in his life, himself, his family, his companions. Uh, and, and for that reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him in such a high high status that today he is eternal in the eyes of um, a lot of Muslims. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So I hope that you, by today's question, if you learned a little bit you know, uh, about Muhammad Islam and the commonalities that he shared with Rasulullah. This is not something you're going to find in a book that you're going to flip through. This is something that, you know, when, when you read and learn and reflect uh, in history and the autobiographies of our Imams, slowly you can start creating your own connections and links that perhaps other people may not have thought of, of it. And you can start sharing that and bringing the knowledge out of that and benefiting others. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Jazakum Allah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.